Hi, this is Bonnie from Death Valley Girls, and I just want to say a huge thank you to Saucy, Odell, Musical Osmosis family for good times, good music, and great conversation. Can't wait to see what y'all get into next. Love you. Stay so safe. Alrighty, kids. Welcome to the very last Musical Osmosis, where intelligent, dissonant thought meets sadness. Bye, guys. I am your musically... I don't want to say magnanimous. I guess bummed out, uh, morose, melancholy host. <laughs> That'll work. You're musically melancholy host, Nick the Not So Saucy tonight, Katsaurus. And I'm broadcasting to you as always from Meth Mountain. That hasn't changed. And I also <laughs> want to introduce my procussively, um, what's a good sad P word, guys? Uh, Pity. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> calling it all the way from not so charming city tonight. My pal Odell Norman. <laughs> What's up, man? <laughs> Nothing. And lurking in the shadows is our um oh, our depressing emo producer, <laughs> D. Bye D. Oh my god, like, I'm so sad. No, dude, you gotta bring this up, man. Um, I know, I'm like, gee, yeah, what? <laughs> Let me start the show off by saying, this isn't like when Dawkins breaks up, and they're like, oh, no, no, we just want to work on different projects, and they secretly hate each other's fucking guts. Everybody's right. still friends, we all yes. still love each other. There was a few reasons we've decided to call the um, show quits, and I kind of made the decision, I guess, and laid it on Odell. I guess if Odell, if you put up a fight, I probably would have stuck around. But I think it was time <laughs> to end this. Move on, right? Yeah, yeah. New ways, new ideas. Yep. So let me tell you what happened. A couple things brought this on. And it, this is from my perspective. And then you guys, you know, feel free to give your perspective. So one, I, you know, I've been podcasting for eight years. It'll be eight years in March. I've done 520-some episodes of Dvarian Podcasts now. And because I started off in the political world and we did such detailed shows about policy and politics, right. I always spent hours putting the shows together. And I, I like that format, but I also did it for the music show because that's just how I was used to working. And any mm -hmm. show, I had it kind of outlined. I knew exactly what I wanted to talk about. It wasn't off the cuff. But I noticed over the last year or so, I was like, man, dude, like now I'm kind of using that as a crutch because we had a show ah. with somebody long ago and it was really terrible because I wasn't prepared. And I was like, dude, after interviewing 400 people, I should never have a bad show. I should never not be prepared just because I didn't have a lot of details in front of me. So uh, I really okay. wanted to get away from a structured format and hone my just like just jumping on air and talking to people. And some of the episodes you could tell, like when we had Kurt on from DRI, I didn't have a huge format for that because I had like 20 DRI questions rattling around in my fucking head for 20 years that I always said, right. if I ever got a chance to talk to this guy, these are the things I wanted to talk about. But when we get new bands on there, especially if a band sends me something, I dig their sound, and I have to kind of do a bunch of research the week before, mm -hmm. it, it's starting to feel forced to me. And it, this should never feel forced or dialed in. Mm -hmm. Second thing, and oh, and to kind of follow that up, the last episode we did was that musical piss box, and it was a bit of a train wreck, but I, like, dude, I, like, the morning of the show, I pulled some stuff off, like, Billboard and, um, what you call it, the Hall of Fame, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and, you know, Billboard of these bands coming back, and that's it, dude, and we had a great time. Yeah, people were talking yeah. over each other, yeah, there was a little bit of sound issues because everybody was all over the place, but that was such a freeing episode, because I wasn't sitting there trying to keep to a format. Gotcha, and I wanted gotcha, to yeah. more. Second thing is, honestly, dude, like I can always find cool new bands. But who the fuck is left to interview? I mean, Mike Muir, I can't get a hold of. I've been trying for years, every avenue. Alice Cooper's untouchable. I don't know about your list, dude. You've sent me lists and I've reached out to all those people. But when you mm -hmm. think about it, especially this year alone, Guar, Rat, Body count, R.A. Rugged yeah. Man, you know, D.R.I., of course, will say that again. Yeah. Who the oh. fuck's left? Who is left I after <laughs> 125 episodes? Who is left to interview? And added that 125 episodes, a lot of those episodes had multiple people on it. 
So who's left to interview? No, no, you hit it right on the head. I mean, um, the nice thing about uh, the show was that um, a lot of those people have become like, you know, companions in some sort of way. So um, I think that's the coolest thing about it. I think the, the, uh, uh, the compliments and the, the I think the best compliment that you can get is when, for, uh, for example, I think it was uh, Kevin Seconds, he did, like, right when COVID started, he was doing those um, haikus, like those online haikus, and basically people would just chime in and he would, you know, spew something off or whatever they said. So I remember one night I just so happened to be on Facebook when he was doing one, and I just, and it was like right after we had spoken to him, and um, I just sent him and said, hey, Musical Osmosis says hello. And then and, and the best compliment was during that little high cue he did, he was like, hey, it's Musical Osmosis. Those guys know their shit. And I was like, thank you. <laughs> Dude, if that's like, like you, you better grab the tissues when you hear tonight's episode, <laughs> all the different audio we have, because there is some touching stuff in there. Yeah, yeah, I can imagine. I mean, I think the, the funniest thing about the whole thing is like, you know, a lot of times when we have these big guests on, we're we're nervous and we're like you know these are people that have influenced us in some sort of way and then you get on with them and they're just as nervous and then once the ice has been broken it's like just straight conversation and then do you still get nervous not as much in a long time yeah it depends on who it is it depends on the level um but I also the newer do a lot bands, of other I don't, I don't, different stuff than you do too. I do other podcasts right. besides this, so I get it. Yeah, yeah. The, the newer bands, not really, because they're more, you know, younger or they're going the same route we were or had been or moving up. But the older, the people that influence, yeah, you get a little nervous before, and then once you start talking, and it's it's just like you're talking to a friend, so it's not a problem. Yeah, for sure, dude. And oh, I'm sorry, Dee, did you want to chime in? No, I was just going to say, um, I, I found that all of these super creatives, it's like, they're just, I mean, they're just regular people. Like, that's the one thing I've learned from doing Mm -hmm. all the podcasting, but especially this one, like they struggle just like we do. They worry just like we do. They want all the same things that we do. They don't think they're better than we are they treat everyone with kindness and respect. And I think we've been really, really fortunate that we've had some amazingly talented people who are also some of the biggest hearts I will ever come in contact with. For sure. And wait till you hear some of these audios. Another reason that we, um, um, another reason I chose not to do this format anymore is because Skype used to let you take calls while you're on air. And now, and we're paying for Skype International, and now if you're mm-hmm. recording, you can't take incoming calls. D has to stop the show and dial out. And that's right, it, it really right. messes up the flow of the show. And that's why we brought in, we asked everybody to cut some audio goodbyes for us. And that's mm-hmm. why I didn't do a big Extravagant 500 episode when I, you know, of all the cumulative podcasts I've done was because you can't, like the old days, have multiple callers. So that was another thing. But wait until you guys hear some of these. They're pretty touching. Hello, Musical Osmosis. It's me, Hannah Rose Dexter. And I'm just calling to thank you for all of those swell opportunities you gave me over the past few years. The first time your friends reached out to me to talk, I thought, what the heck? Why would they want to talk to me, of all people? Um, But in that first interview and the subsequent times they let me help out or re-interviewed with me again I just felt so supported and worthy and inspired and like my stuff actually meant something to someone that wasn't already a friend and now after all the interviews I've been a part of I consider these people your creators my friends and they've done a beautiful thing by bringing you into the world and all I can say is you know carry on and fight the good fight and and keep keep recording and doing the things and giving voices to all of us wacky artists that maybe just need a little extra push and love thank you so much guys happy new year all right so that was beautiful um we're back let me hit on this last note about why we're wrapping things up here and this is something i'm not going to do on the other podcast we, not to get too technical about how this works, we have a website, and that website doesn't house our audio. 
We pay for a website through Wix. D did a beautiful job creating a website. However, mm-hmm. the way the website is designed, their platform, you have to house the actual audio on another server. So the server wow. we chose to house it on was SoundCloud, and I pay for SoundCloud Pro. So we're paying mm-hmm. – it's not crazy amount, like 500 a year for the domain name and both sites, maybe a little bit more. Mm-hmm. The way that it works is a record label will put out a copyright algorithm, and it'll tell whatever platform to take that anything down with their artist's music. This algorithm, I'm assuming, doesn't have any way to tell if the artist is actually on that show and it's an interview. Or if it's just somebody heisting the music and like, hey, come listen to my show when they have sponsors and they're making money playing other people's music. Mm-hmm. We did a very important episode, and I, I'm not going to go into the particulars because I don't want to call anybody out because it's not the artist's fault. And it was an no. important episode that had four or five different guests, and SoundCloud sent me something. And this is when I was always already, like probably in November, I was already kind of like, eh, it's starting to feel like it's time to wrap this up. They sent me something and they said, you've had a complaint, a copyright violation, blah, blah, blah. You can contest. I contested. I said, look, the artist was on our show. We obviously have their permission. I'm friends with the artist. This artist got picked up by a new record label because I remember they were posting about it. That record label went back, put this algorithm out to these various platforms and said, pull any music you know, with our artists on it. That gets pulled off. SoundCloud that I'm fucking paying for, which gets pulled off our own website, which I'm fucking paying for. <laughs> and and it was well, just kind of like the last straw, dude, because I don't, you know, the reason that I do this and I don't try to go get a job as a DJ or something is because I want to have complete autonomy. I want to have complete control over our product and, and mm-hmm. be able to do the things the way I don't want somebody with their thumb on me. And, uh, and it was kind of like the last straw. So what we're going to do is I had a podcast we started in March, me and my buddy Andy, called Apocalyptic Peanut Butter. And D, you could tell everyone this. It was a straight COVID podcast. I knew COVID was going to be a thing, at least through the summer. And I mm-hmm. said, let's just do this podcast. We'll do uh, um, We're Totally Fucked Update, where we read the numbers around the world in here and compare it. And it was just going to be COVID news and funny stories. And we stories. really thought it was going to be temporary that's the right. that's the main thing. We really thought this was going to be super temporary, and that's part of the reason I think that you decided to have a really loose format like that, and that's why it works. For sure. And, I mean, we would talk about, like, you know, the, the priest that was, like, squirting people with squirt guns to baptize them, just anything that had to do with COVID. But I went in, and when I went in this with Andy, I said, I don't want to do politics, man. You're not changing anybody's mind. All you're doing is creating a bunch of hate and division. I don't want to do politics. I don't really talk about it that often on social media anymore. I, there, there's just no point. I mean, the, the other side is living in another reality. I don't, right. I don't want to talk about it. But this shit got so politicized. Before I knew it, I'm like Al Pacino. Just when I think I'm out, they drag me back in. Before exactly. I knew it, Apocalypse <laughs> Peanut Butter turned into a fucking political show. Because oh, you boy. couldn't talk about COVID yeah. without talking without about politics. the anti-mask movement and, yep. and the hoaxes. Yep. You know, the hoax yep. people. Yep. And, and it just got political again. So I was thinking about ending that podcast, but I didn't want to end it because, I, you know, Emily Fremgen had written our song for us, our theme song. This is Emily Fremgen saying goodbye, musical osmosis. You will be missed. I really liked the format. I like working with Andy. And I was like, you know what, dude? I'm going to do Apocalyptic Peanut Butter. Andy's not so much about interviewing guests. He likes it when just the three, me, him, and Dee, the three of us talk about the news Mm -hmm. and stuff. We're going to do a news update every Sunday or as many Sundays as we can. And then throughout the week, I'm just going to invite I mean, just anybody from comedians to musicians to anybody. And it's going to be a real variety format. Of course, politics will be talked about, but that won't be what the format will be. It won't be a politically right. themed show. It'll be no, a culture. It's basically going to be, yeah, like an uh, like a like a news daily type show or like the Daily Show. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and like, bring that all together. It's ours. I started a group on Facebook and invited a handful of people, and we all post silly stuff back and forth and sometimes some political stuff, and I'm going to mm-hmm. pull stuff out of there. 
This is Weird Paul, and I wanted to thank Musical Osmosis for all the years of bringing great people into the spotlight and giving them a chance to tell their stories. You rock. Happy trails to you. Or if I see a really bad thread on Facebook outside that group where people are fighting, it's one of my friends, I want to make something called post-warfare and talk about that post on the show with the person who posted it. There you yes. go. <laughs> but this is my, you know, I know I tied a long tail to that kite, but this is this is what I'm talking about, the music stuff. I won't play the band's music on there any, anymore. The only music I'm going to play is that song that I had Emily write for me because I own that song. But right. I'm not going to play the band's music anymore, but I do want to have bands on there a couple times a month, mostly people we already know. And then, Odell, you'll call into that, and it'll kind of be like a mini musical osmosis. Gotcha. Yeah, we'll be catching up with everybody because, I mean, yeah. life is changing so quickly, it feels like right now. Um, you know, it's we just got we just found out a couple of days ago or yesterday that Tennessee has like the fastest growing cases per capita on the planet. Um, and that is where the state in which we reside. Um, right. I'm not going to say where, but we do live here and it's terrifying. It really well, is. Well, they know oh, yeah. it's not Meth Mountain, oh, yeah. um, you know, Idaho. Well, maybe they right? don't. There could be a meth mountain. <laughs> where, would they, where would you not find a Meth Mountain? Where would you think there's a <laughs> Pennsylvania. In Chicago? No, Pennsylvania probably has some Meth Mountain. Oh, mountains, no. Right? I grew so? up in the Greensboro. <laughs> okay. oh, oh, right, right. Sorry. Um, Maine? Maybe Maine, yeah. Maybe God, Maine. Is, that's Mountain America. How about that? <laughs> yeah. Jeez. All right. <laughs> Hey guys, it's Zarina. I just want to say thank you so much to Dee and Nick at Musical Osmosis for all the support that they've given me this entire time. And I'm really sad that Musical Osmosis is no longer going to be around, but I know that Nick and Dee are going to keep kicking ass. And again, thank you so much for all that you do for a lot of the local artists and musicians and keep rocking. So, yeah, so what happened was, like I was saying earlier, we just asked a bunch of our friends, and to your point, Adele, it's really cool to kind of be peers now with people yeah. like Al Piss, who I grew up I idolizing. I mean, he had such a big impact yeah. on how I wrote lyrics for even Steven, as, as anybody could see the similarities. I mean, just the structural style. I mean, he's more right. elegant when it comes to kind of those straightforward lunchbox-type lyrics, but... um. Just being, you know, making friends with him or being peers with like Kim Coletta from Jawbox and just people like that, man. Like, it's just really cool that just by us talking to people and helping out these bands and putting their stuff out there, we we're actually feel like we're not on the outside of that community looking in as fans, but now yeah, we're actually we're, in that community. And yeah, we're transition. Yeah, I, I, hey, listeners. This is your friend Al Pist. If 2020 hasn't been enough of a reminder that we really need to appreciate what we have, I just heard that musical osmosis is coming to an end. So I'd like to say thanks to Saucy, Odell, Fern, and everyone else on the team for an enjoyable show, an informative show, and especially thanks for including me and all my musical endeavors on their journey. You'll all be missed, and we look forward to what's next on the horizon. Cheers, everyone. Thanks. Stay well. Stay alive. Peace. Yeah, I get an email. I mean, I chat uh, at least, I would say, once a week with Derv Gordon from the Equals on, on, on Messenger. We're, we're, every week he's sending me stuff, and I'm sending stuff back to him. That that was created through the show. That's cool. Um, I think when Kim... Uh, when Jawbox played last year, which seems like many moons ago, but uh, when they played last year, uh, I think the next morning when I got up, um, you know, I got a I, I got a text from Kim asking how how you know how did you like the show? Did everybody get there okay? And all this stuff. I'm like, oh my gosh, it's like ten o'clock in the morning, and this woman just played a sold out show, and she's asking how how we were doing. <laughs> Dude, I, like, wow. I didn't know it was sold yeah. out before I had my itinerary put together for traveling that summer, and she was nice yeah. enough to put me on the guest list, me and D. And I was like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Crazy. yeah it but was really so awesome cool. to be able to hang out. Yeah, 
And we've been yeah, able to do that. Susan on there too. Times. Yeah. You know, we've been able yeah. to hang out with Alpist and the guys, and that was so much fun. I can't even tell you. We've hung out yeah. with Emily Fremgen, and she is so fabulous in real life. Uh, Katie mm-hmm. McHale, of course, we did the play with her, so we were able to support her. She was able to support us in a new Which is endeavor. because of this show. I would have never. That would yeah. never happen if it wasn't yeah. for Hi, this is Katie McHale. I would like to send a big thank you and goodbye and farewell and best wishes to the entire family and team of Musical Osmosis, Nick and everyone else. Um, I will always cherish the memories I had of the first time that you contacted me and then the first time you played my song, Blind Midnight Sun, and I heard it and it made me cry a little bit. And then you came to New York and you were part of the cast of my first musical I directed in New York and you interviewed the cast in my little tiny hotel room on musical osmosis. And honestly, Nick, and Dee and everybody, that was one of the highlights of my entire life for me and a memory and a moment that that I'll cherish forever. And I just hope you guys know how much of a positive impact that you have made on so many artists' lives. And um, I truly, truly, truly thank you from the bottom of my heart. And best wishes on all of your future projects. You are a friend forever, and I love you guys. Bye. Let me ask you something, Odell. As someone who played in bands, and this is no joke, you've played in some bands that have done some touring and stuff. Do you feel like you've gotten more into this community through this podcast or through the years you were playing in those varying bands? Oh, definitely through the podcast. uh, Really? That's so weird. it's 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 crazy and it because well you got also got to remember when you're when you're playing in the in a band you're you're usually set to a fixed set of artists so you know you have your your fixed set if you will you 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 have the bands that you normally play with that you become friends with and depending on how that works you know some of those bands take off and then you sort of you know mer- merge onto those other bands that you play but in this format you're reaching people from all over not only in the united states but all over the world and then and then just with the fact that we have different ways of staying in contact without necessarily having to drive somewhere or or send a a postcard or something you literally can just you know oh you know after the show uh uh you know uh whoever uh, sent me a friend request or I sent them a friend request and you accept it and then you can start conversations. And then those conversations lead to other things. Like you realize that that person lives in Baltimore. You realize that that person, you know, was from Baltimore or whatever. And then their friends see that. And the next thing you know, they're sending you a friend request and stuff like that. So I think definitely this way has opened that door. Wow, man. Well, I'm going to miss being on air with you, dude. Not yeah, that this me is too, the, man. The last goodbye, but on a regular basis. But there was other <laughs> on a regular basis. The show was going to end too, like when your dad passed away, right? Then yeah, you had to that go was to North that Carolina was... for a while. We didn't know what was going to happen. Yeah, that was a long stretch, and you know, a lot of um, soul searching there. But you know, the the the, the show was a uh, uh, what do you call it? It was sort of like a medicine, if you will. It, it, it sort of took away from de- dealing with that you know, all the time. So that was really nice to have. And, um, yeah, no, the show, the show has been awesome. Um, and it's funny how it works in just your life when you're talking to other people, just kind of conversing because you're so used to talking to whoever's like, Oh yeah, well, I talked to this person. I can, I can definitely talk to you or, you know what I mean? Like that, that little anxiousness or fear that you would have beforehand when you go into something is not really there. Cause you're working on, you know, you're working on that skill. It's it's a it's a skill. Um, you know, a lot of a lot of people try to do podcasts, but only a few can really do it well. So, you know, yeah, for sure. I mean, I was telling fun. someone yeah. today, I was like, yeah, five years is a hell of a long time for a podcast, and I've done oh my god, twelve yeah. or fourteen different podcasts, and this is the longest running podcast I've ever done. Yeah, see, and this is the only one I've ever done. <laughs> well, <laughs> I've been on a couple of your other shows, but this is the uh, you know this is the uh, only one. But it's been great. And I you know um 
uh, like you said, you, you get to talk to people that you regard in, in such a high high capacity, but then when you get to meet them, they're just the same as you. They're out there grinding and, and working hard, and some have kids, and they're juggling that, and jobs, and life, and you know, and then you throw in the whole COVID aspect, and and, and that takes a different spin, and, and 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 every you know, you realize everybody, even as wealthy or as famous as you can possibly get, you're still human beings at the end of the day. And you still have the same issues and you go through the same struggles. So I think this, yeah, I think this show gave uh, the artist levity as well. I think they really. Hey, it's Mike Odd, manager of Max Sabbath and uh, singer of Rosemary's Billy Goat. And sad to say that musical osmosis is ending. So I wanted to uh, chime in and offer my condolences and say goodbye and Nick was always a blast and we had a really good time on there and I'm uh you know don't really know how to do these things so I'm just checking in doing the thing and uh trying to what I'm doing a thing uh musical osmosis is saying this I'm saying, saying no it's because it's COVID you know they say with COVID you do the um do all the video stuff naked. Oh. Oh, it's not supposed to be naked. I guess apparently I'm supposed to just not be wearing pants. Oh, well. No pants, naked. What's the difference? Oh, well, forget it. Bye-bye, musical hypnosis. Hang in there, Nick. See you on the other side. You know, after a while, I think one of the coolest things, and it was always, you always know when you're doing a good job is when, you, you know, when you're wrapping it up and you're like, all right, this is time, this is the final question. You know, it's been, you know, and they're like, oh my gosh, I've been on this long. I think we're not, we've been talking over this amount of time, you know. You know, I think that's a really good, that's a great sign. It's not, you know, it's not, okay, when can I get off? It's like, oh, wow. Time has flown really fast because we're just talking and having a good time. That's how it's going to roll. Next week's episode, too, I'll give the preview now. Everybody's cool. Next week, we're just going to slide into episode 99 and have Nick Katsouris and Odell Norman back on Musical Osmosis to send them off because they're they're calling it a day on their podcast. Yeah. And and they helped us get started, and I couldn't think of a better way having them on at this coincidental episode 99 um, and them ending their, their their podcast is happening at the same time. Yeah. Same week. It's all happening within days. That's right. They're going to come on and tape with us and then and then their show the next day or so after that. The next day. So, so it's going to be real cool to Man. have them on and that's going to be a low-key show and we're going to send you guys off until next year. And That's cool that we get to do that considering yeah. that how much they've done for us, you know. Exactly. It, it really makes us happy to be able to, to do that. Right. But, dude, I mean, that's what we're going to do. We're going to keep the All right. So speaking of, um, we just got a goodbye from the Southern Maryland Guitar Gurus. And speaking of those guys who have always been great to us, I went on mm-hmm. Dan and Danny's show last night, and I was talking about how serendipitous it was that they were having us on their 99th episode. They're ending a the year with episode 99. And kicking yeah. the year off next year with episode 100. And it's almost like we're passing a tor- torch, right? Because we started this year off with episode 100. And ended last year yeah. with episode 99. So 99, it's almost yeah. like we're handing a torch over. Because they've only been doing this like a year and a half. I mean, we do these yeah. two times a month, maybe three times a month. If we've got a lot going on and you know we have time, we can do them. But those dudes are like clockwork. They're machines every single Thursday. You know, yeah, continuously yeah. all year. So that's what, 52 episodes a year? I think so. Yeah, 52 episodes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so, but it's kind of weird, and, and, right? That they're doing, it, they're following the exact same trajectory as far as episodes like that. No, it's really cool. And those guys are, you know, they were very much um, always picking our brains, which was really cool. Like when I would go down there and hang out with those guys, you know, I, I would always talk to them. And they would ask certain questions or different things, and they just have a great rapport. And they and they had and they found a really cool area, like a really cool niche that needed that. Um, uh, there's a lot of things going on in Southern Maryland that I don't think people realize. So them giving that avenue to artists down there is, is really amazing. 
And um, I think it's a, uh, it's a special thing. And I think it's really going to take off even more so than what they're doing now. All right. So let's ask this. And it, and it really does seem not also the passing of the torch because we're the old dogs on the block, but here we are, we're going into 2021. And if you're a fan of reality, Joe Biden's going to be sworn on on January 20th. Um, a COVID vaccine is in the works. America yeah. is, t- is shifting right now. I think there's a lot of insane people out there who are talking about mm-hmm. civil war, martial law, and just fucking stupidity. But the, I believe, I believe that the majority of people, right and left, unless you're just firmly in that Trump world, the, the majority right. of people are like, dude, I just want a sense of calm. And this is what I ask anybody who supports Trump. And I say, look, dude, I'm not going to talk politics with you. But let me ask you this kind of just outside politics, just as a personality thing. Won't it be mm-hmm. nice not to hear the president's name for two, three, four days in a row? Well, what would be fucking oh. nice? You want to think about you want to think about this fucking dude every fucking day every having night. Twitter fights with like Snoop Dogg. Yeah, like do you want to hear yeah. about this asshole every fucking day? I don't want to hear about that. Well, how often did you hear yeah. about Obama? And Obama had yeah. a lot of controversy because right wing media was always like he's pooping into death camps. But how long? Did, how oh, much yeah. did you actually? And before Obama, dude, I would go a month without ever hearing George Bush speak. Yeah, yeah, no, it was um, it was it's funny you say that because I was listening. I guess it was it's it was probably a couple months ago. It was right right before the election, and uh, Howard Stern was saying that he was like, I've never been so stressed out. Like my anxiety is so high, and he's like, it's because of this man. He was, <laughs> it was so and funny was the way he said it. He was first. like, yeah, he was like, he was the one that tried to tell him not to run. He was like, dude, please, why, why get into this? And then, but he was like saying, it was just, and it was saying the same thing. He was like, how do you go? It's like every day we hear something from this dude. It's like I wake up in the morning and there's something from him. Or you go, you know, it's like every minute of the day, there's something from this guy. And it's just driving me freaking crazy because it shouldn't be this way. You know, it, it bringing but up the, the right no, all that own in the libs like haha he's in your head all day ha, ha, oh yeah the libs. yeah now oh he's yeah in your yeah because like obama was in our head but the difference was obama wasn't trying to be in your head he wasn't really putting chips no. in people's heads or taking your guns or opening death camps or passing sharia exactly. law <laughs> Trump's he wasn't actually, tweeting every minute all right. hours of the night you know he was actually doing his job instead of act, you know sitting so there their obama anxiety was make-believe and our trump anxiety is because it's rammed down our throat 24 7 mm-hmm. yeah so yeah. whatever dude i'm just i'm looking anxious to moving on and i think that's another reason this was kind of like a cleansing of sorts like just to kind of drop all the little projects i was doing for years and the gist i know apocalyptic peanut butter has been around since march but we're totally rebooting it i'm just keeping the right. name and the song because I, I right. just love that theme, mm-hmm. Apocalyptic Peanut Butter. But outside of that, dude, it's going to be a whole new thing. And I'm going to be doing something in a whole new way, which I haven't done yeah. for years. Hi, this is Greg Turner of the Eagles. Oops, angry Samoans. And I want to wish Nick and crew a uh, happy send-off into the uh, musical osmotic membrane in the sky. Thanks, Nick. Good job. No, I think it's refreshing, man. I think it's, um, I th- you know, it's funny the other night when um, the Electoral College came back, not to stay on the p- political realm, but when the Electoral College came back and, Biden, and uh, President-elect Biden came out and spoke, it was so nice. It was just like, yes, you know, everything he was saying was legitimate. Everything, you know, when you read who's coming in to take these cabinet positions. It's all legitimate, well-qualified people. from. You never need a beer after Biden's done talking. You need a pillow, but you never need a beer. Like with Trump, you're like, fuck, now I got to go get some whiskey, dude. Yeah, you're like, oh, this guy. I got to hear this guy again tonight. You know, I just got home from work. Oh, gosh, you know. It got to the point where, you know, when when COVID first kicked off and, you know, they would have their daily briefings. And he, I, after a while, I was just like, I don't even want to see it. It's like, I'll just wait for, I would tell Susan, like, cause Susan would just sit down for a minute or whatever and to watch the news. I was like, let me know when Dr. Fauci comes on. And she was like, all right, Dr. Fauci. I'm like, cool. Dude, <laughs> I, was just like, I don't even want to see the guy. There's going to be a lot of chaos, I think, for about six months. And there'll be people, even three years from now, they'll say, don't believe the fake media. Trump's actually sitting in the White House right now. That's a fake Biden. And there'll be people who live in delusion. But all in all, I'll say by next summer, 
like I won't hear Joe Biden's name. Like we'll go a whole week and we won't even like yeah. it'll be it'll be weird. It'll be like, I wonder what Joe Biden's doing. I haven't heard yeah. from him in yeah. a week. It'll be like, you yeah. know, when you have like a wart removed or an ulcer, a canker sore, that's even better. When you have a canker sore and your tongue keeps mm-hmm. wanting to go there, but then when it goes yeah. away or missing fucking tooth, it gave a tooth pulled and your tongue keeps wanting to go there. That's what but then like. you stop and you forgot you stopped and you're like, oh, oh, it's gone. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it's going to be wow. like with Biden. You're going to want to put your tongue there. Oh, I got that tooth filled. There's tooth there now. Or that canker sore went <laughs> fucking away. Uh, I don't have to do that now. It's just, I don't know, dude. Hey, Nick, this is Dylan Thomas. And I wanted to thank you and your team for uh, putting on the musical Osmosis and allowing me to participate. And, uh, Happy New Year, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, all that jive to you and yours. And uh, here's to a brighter 2021. Take care, man. Bye. Anyways, <laughs> let's hit this last thing. Post-musical osmosis. Me and D are planning. We were going to do a documentary at first. And my list of people I wanted to talk to was so fucking ridiculous. Dee's like, oh, so you're doing a 27-hour documentary. That'll work. So now <laughs> I, I want to do a web series. And it's going to be about, you know, how mostly bands, but I'll have comedians too, how COVID has impacted their careers, how they kind of had a shift to get used to what I call digitally sleep singing for your supper. Um, and how, right. who had to go back to a day job, who didn't, how they kind of made it through this and how it impacted their communities. You know, all their um, a lot of their clubs that they're used to playing at are probably gone. So I'm just going to do a YouTube series and I'm going to try to get out this summer and I'm going out to L.A. this summer for sure. Knock on wood. Okay. And I want to come out to Baltimore. So hopefully you'll do a couple interviews, guest host with me, a couple of these interviews. But I, gotcha. I know you will. But I want to. Yeah. um this is J.P. Sin from Narcoleptic Youth. I want to say a warm goodbye to my friends at Musical Osmosis, Nick, D. and Odell. I was privileged to be a tiny part of your show here and there throughout the years, and it was always really fun. Thank you guys for thinking of me, and most of all, for the way you bring music to the people. Music needs people like you, the searchers, the thinkers, but most of all, the doers. I am positive whatever step is next for all of you will be an exciting one. Thank you again, and rock on. I, I want to do that, and that's what my the apocalyptic peanut butter show, which will just kind of be a free flows stream of conscious thing, and this after the pause video series is what's on my plate. Do you have okay. anything creative on your plate? Uh, well, what would you um, like to do? Well, I I just was ordained as a deacon at my church. Oh, sweet! Two Saturdays ago. So my my focus has been, you know, here and in, in our church and just the community around here. Um, then the guys uh, start playing again um, uh, in the band that I was in. We were um, playing from time to time, um, a group of us. And then, of course, of course, with COVID, that just went to a complete halt. <laughs> so we, we've seen each other, I think, uh, twice since March, if that. God. So, um yeah, just, you know, with, you know, we have families and we all have kids and, you know, we can't practice inside houses or anything right now. So I think uh, a couple months ago, we jammed outside for a bit, stuff like that. But now the weather is to a point where we can't do that. Um, so get back into doing that. And then, yeah, mainly, you know, I, and also coaching, like I was uh, coaching Linus's baseball team and his football team. So uh, hopefully, We'll be able to do – I don't know if, if they're going to have baseball season. I don't know how the vaccine and, and all that stuff is going to work. But hopefully by the fall, uh, he'll be back out there playing sports. And now, now that the girls are getting a little older, they want to play sports too. So, yeah, hands are full, man. <laughs> Can I quiz the audience here? Who is the adult and who's the idiot, right? It's like, what are you doing, Nick? Well, I'm going to do this new project, fly out to L.A., get fucked up for my 50th birthday. Well, I'm a deacon in my <laughs> church now. I'm um, coaching baseball. Like, you're an adult. You're such an adult. Uh, I'm such a fucking idiot. Yeah, <laughs> nah, but our man. kids are older, man. Yeah, like, our yeah. youngest is 15. We're ready go. to, like, go be normal humans exactly. again. I never stop, dude. I've been doing stuff 
all through every phase of my life, I've had some project going on to stop me from picking flowers off the wallpaper. <laughs> what up, world? This is Apollo Sun checking in with Saucy, Odell, and D of the Musical Osmosis Podcast. Thank you for all the love and support you have shown me through the years. And I am sending you love and light and best wishes to your future adventures. Peace. But no, you know, it's, 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 it's cool. I mean, the nice thing is, is that, um, you know, Susan always lets me be creative. Music's still my outlet. So, you know, I, I play at my church. I, uh, I'm, um, you know, get to still play in a band from here and there. You know, of course, you can't do it as much. You're as living like an adult life. Tim posted something yeah. up about like, I wish I could travel, blah blah blah. And I said, Yeah, dude, I travel. I can't really afford it, but I do it. And he's like, Yeah, man, yeah. but you've got a privilege. I don't because I don't even have a car. I couldn't travel no matter what. I said, Look me up in 20 years, though, dude. I'm not investing any money. My 401k has barely anything in it. So look me up in 20 <laughs> years when I'm 70, greeting you at fucking Walmart. Because it's the only place <laughs> I can work. Or when I'm 90 hey. and I'm still trying, I'm selling snow cones because I'm so poor. <laughs> I, I dump all my free money into travel and these projects, dude. I've so long, farewell, Avita saying goodnight. This is Haley Crusher Kane thanking you guys for supporting independent music and musicians. Wishing you happy trails and we'll see you around the Crusherverse. D, what do you think we've spent? Eight years of doing these creative projects. Twenty, thirty oh, thousand. At least thirty thousand. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. Um, I remember the year that we started the website. That was five grand. The right network. There, just for the Canada. website. Yeah. Ju- yeah. For the network. That was five grand just for the network itself. Wow. Not to mention the thirty-one days we stayed in a beach house in Virginia Beach. So oh, yeah, we were doing it at that. the same time. Yeah. yeah, that was all yeah. the same time. So that was, you know, it, yeah, we've spent probably at least 30 grand. But, you know, like you, I I see the value in these moments that we've been able to yeah. create with the show. Yeah. And it's it's honestly I, I was we were talking about this earlier. I was like, you know, I think I think I'm actually finally going to do something in music next year. Yeah, like, I feel like I'm finally ready. Like I'm finally prepared after talking to countless musicians and artists and, you know, actors and comedians and all of these wonderful people. After talking to all of them, I finally feel like I can do it too. This is Unwoman. Thank you so much to Musical Osmosis for the support. Best of luck in everything you do next. And thank you to everyone for listening. It's such a precious thing, such a rare thing to truly be heard. And it's why people like me make music. Oh, you absolutely Yeah, there's can. no reason. It, you never, so, you never, you know, it's all, it's one of those things that you never, if you stop trying and stop learning, then you're, you're dead. That's how I feel. If you stop living, you're dead. So. It's like whatever your passions are, they may change over time, but it's like I look back at all the stuff that I've done and continue to do, and I'm like, yeah, you know, not everybody can say that. Like, you know, people can talk it or, yeah, I remember when I was a teenager and I was in a band, and I really wish that I gotten a chance to take it a little further, but, you know, I got caught up in this or that. And I'm like, no, not me. I, I took it as far as I possibly could at the time. And, you know, I didn't leave any, you know, stones unturned and then moved on to a different chapter and then you move on to a different chapter. Now, I'm, you know, my kids are getting to that age where like Linus is getting to that age now where, uh, you know, he was supposed to go. Uh, I was supposed to take him to his like first show this year. Uh, and um, and now, you know, that, that of course, that's gotten moved back for another uh, handful of months. But um they're starting to get into stuff, you know, he's starting to listen to music that you know, I listen to, or he asks questions about. So it's, it's just like that, that cycle now. So it's like, I'm still young enough and able and healthy enough to take him to a show if he wants to go or hang out and do those things. I'm, I'm going to do it, you know? So. 
Well, let me tell you, man, I want to thank you for doing this with me for five years. I honestly don't oh, think thank this you, podcast man. would have lasted that long without you. Uh, no, nah, I, I thank you guys for uh, asking me. I never forget when you asked me. I was like, yeah, I would love to do that. <laughs> Did you think it would go this far? What were you thinking? Like, oh, that's cool. We'll do like six or seven episodes and it'll be a fun little lark. Hello, folks. This is Dave Dalton, CEO at Die Laughing Records, based out of Northern California. I had the privilege of being a guest on Musical Osmosis and part of the Tin Can Media with Nick and Dee. I got to have a good time discussing discussing things. Uh, I really enjoy punk rock. We are really going to miss your podcast, buddy. Your roster of over 152 amazing episodes featuring amazing musicians and artists will be a loss for us and Die Laughing Records and fans. But, Nick, I know we are going to be working together in the near future. People from our scene always find their way back to each other through music. Good luck in all you do. Die Laughing Records supports and appreciates you nick gonna be really missed but hey i'm here if you need anything get a hold of us right now i'm thinking of you and listening to abba yes i'm listening to punk rock abba talk soon buddy You know, honestly, I thought it'd go like a year or two. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't know. But when you look back at it, I, it doesn't feel like five years until you sit back and you're like, "Wow, yeah, that was." When you go back and you look at some of the old episodes, and you're like, "Oh my gosh, that was wow." Okay, yeah, that was a while ago because it it was just such a thing that we, you know, we did it twice a month, you know, uh, and then the next thing you know, we're at the end of the year doing the end of the year shows. So it it never felt like it was that long but it but when you look back at it, it the time did it, you're like wow that was five years and did you think it would get to the heights that it got to did you ever think you like when we got on there with Al Pist and Pegboy those were the first two guests and that was kind of like my lore mm-hmm. like I had them booked before I even asked you I was like hey you want to because and not just to get you on the show I mean that wasn't the planning the planning <laughs> was to me I told the cosmos I said hey I tried to get reach out to Al Pist and to Larry from Pegboy Back when I did this show by myself, I did like eight or ten episodes or something, and mm-hmm. I sent both of them friend requests. Neither of them accepted my friend request. I sent them both um, Facebook messages, but of course they didn't see it because I wasn't friends with them. I said, I'm going to try right. again, and if these guys accept my friend requests and say yes, I'm going to get a co-host and do this again. Yeah. Did you think that was like, oh, yeah, we'll do Al Piss, and I'll be like as big as this gets? Did you ever think you'd be on the air with um, Stephen Piercy? No, I think or it really the hit me. Sparks. Uh, see, that was that like when we got. I think the first like, like Pegboy and and Al Piss, that you know Larry Demore. I was like, wow, those are pretty. Those are you know influential bands. But I think the the first when you got Joe Gennaro from Dead Milkman, I was like, holy moly, okay, that's another level. And then when Fred Schneider, I thought that that was the pinnacle was. You know, I'm like, okay, you got Fred Snyder from the B-52s on. Um, I thought that was going to be it. Uh, but no, when it just kept coming. It, but the, that's the nice thing with the podcast, though. The more artists that you have on and the more reputable artists that you have on mixed in with the up-and-coming artists, other artists see that, you know, um, and they're like, yeah, I want to go on this show. this last yeah. year. I haven't even really had a book. I mean, there's some people I reached out to, especially the smaller bands, because they didn't know who I was or who you were. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I've been having people like Body Count. They asked me. Yeah. Like, yeah. they, they See, sent me an email. like, hey, you interested in having Ernie C from Body Count on? And I was like, what? <laughs> and, that's what and that's what's so awesome about it. I'll never forget interviewing Danita Sparks. I, had a, I left work early, and I was in a Weiss supermarket parking lot in my truck or my yeah my truck with headphones on like 
I'm like sitting there in the back of a parking lot, like an undercover police officer. <laughs> Never forget that sweating my ass off because I was like the windows were wound up. But that was such a great interview, and that's that, that's what I was saying earlier. You know, she was doing a whole press run, so we had our certain time, and we went over that time, and it got to the point where her people were like, oh, "You got to go. We got other people waiting," and she right. thoroughly enjoyed it. You know, and that's what I I think. Um, that was the nice thing about this podcast is that we made people comfortable and we knew our stuff. And when you know your stuff and you're just not asking cheesy ass questions, I think, I think that really hits home uh, to them. I think they really feel that and appreciate that. Hey, this is Jeff Smith from the Hickoids and Sauce Tex records saying goodbye and good luck to Nick and the folks at the musical osmosis podcast. We wish them a lot of luck in their future ventures Thanks for the ride. It's been fun. Via con Dios. Well, it was funny. When, remember when we had Kim on, you know, and then like a year and a half later, they were announcing that they were, you know, getting back together and, and, and getting ready to start playing again. I was like, holy moly, it wasn't that long ago that we were talking to her about that and, and, and the possibilities of those things, you know? So, and that, I like that oh, speaking of another honor, that was little. another one too. Yeah, for absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Kim's awesome yeah. on so many levels. I mean, dude, we could go yeah. through the whole roster. But, I mean, oh, it, I it's been crazy, <laughs> dude. And I'm going to miss it. And I'm going to miss mixing it up with you on air. But I just can't. Like, I, you know, I want to get off the stage while we are, like, at the peak. I don't oh, yeah. Out. You know what I'm saying, dude? And, um, oh, definitely. I feel like we're going out on top. I mean, as much on top as, like, a couple guys in their bedrooms. Can, I yeah, mean, yeah, exactly. I don't know anybody else <laughs> that's doing it. I always tell D, and this goes with the other podcasts because we've interviewed Jamie Farr, Margot Kidder, just a litany of people. Um, John mm-hmm. Fetterman, who's the lieutenant governor of um, Pennsylvania right now, he's huge. And we yeah. interviewed him way back when he was the mayor of Braddock, Pennsylvania, on our political wow. show. And I think he's going to run for president one day, dude. I, yeah. Yeah, oh, to be yeah. honest, I see that happening in 10 years or so. But, D, I was like, you know, it's weird. I've actually looked online to try to find somebody similar to what we do, just regular nobodies who have talked to all these influential people, and I can't find it. No, I feel like we've really. done something that nobody else has done. Mm-mm. No, usually I mean, that's usually thing. it's people, yeah. Well, we didn't oh, no. know anybody anywhere in anything. Mm-hmm. Like, we were totally yeah. on the outside. It's not like we had – it's not like Chris Hardwick, you know, who ha- was friends right. with all of these actors and famous people already. We didn't know squat. Yep. Nick just tried, and he just kept yep. asking. We didn't know what a podcast was. Yes. In 2013, we called it online radio. There wasn't even a fucking <laughs> term for it. Yeah. That's all it was called. There, there was no such term as podcast. And I remember the first, like, 20 people we talked to. Like, the first person we had on of note was Christopher Titus. And he was shocked to find out he wasn't on a radio station. He's like, wait, this is being done in someone's bedroom? Like, he was shocked. <laughs> because nobody knew that was even a thing. And how, here we are eight years later. And, dude, like, if you don't have a podcast, if, if I meet somebody and they're like, no, I've never had a podcast, right off the bat, I don't trust them. I'm like, there's got to be right. something wrong with you. Everybody's had a fucking <laughs> podcast. That's weird. Especially if they're in any kind of um, creative endeavor. I'm like, that's bizarre, dude. You got Yeah, me. yeah. But back then. Yeah, it was, was online crazy. radio. Yeah, that is true. Because I remember when we were in all, my old band, when we were playing in Austin, and we did a radio show. Um, and, and we were thinking we were going to the studio, and we ended up going to this guy's um uh, uh, flat or whatever you call it, like his efficiency apartment. And he had like his mic and speakers and he had a couple mics for the two sticks guitars. And I was like, Oh, well, you're like, this guy's going to kill me. I'm going to I'm yeah, that's what, I'm like, Oh, what's going on here? And he was like, Oh, this is my online radio show that we do every week. And so I was like, Oh, okay. Yeah, so it's definitely the end of an era. I've done, what have we done, D? 170 episodes of The Ignorance Equation, 105 episodes of Kettle of Fish, 70-some episodes of Drunken Trivia. All the rest of the stuff ran like 15, 20 episodes. Well over 500 episodes of well over over at least 550, 600 hours of content. Yep, but the point is, Mm. Musical Osmosis, 126 episodes. Nice. Yep. 
Nice. So that tells you where our heart is. We've made this work. That's it. 126 episodes. All right. Any last farewells before we get out of here? Hey, guys. This is Corey in Seattle. I just want to give a quick farewell to the Musical Osmosis program. I've really enjoyed listening to this podcast. Um, want to wish Nick, Dee, and Odell the very best in their future endeavors. And I'm looking forward to what you guys might have coming up next. So, yeah. Love you guys. All right, this is Dave Dichter and Al Schultz. Al Schultz, MDC. Good luck out there, Nick. Bye-bye. Hey, this is Jeff Smith from the Hickoids and Saustex Records saying goodbye and good luck to Nick and the folks at the Musical Osmosis Podcast. We wish them a lot of luck in their future ventures. Thanks for the ride. It's been fun. Via con Dios. Hello, friend. This is Mormozine, and I'm making this audio for Musical Osmosis. It's their last episode, and I just wanted to say how great it's been over the years to uh, hear Nick and Odell and Dee and get to talk to them and be a part of the show. And I got to review music um, for the, their blog and everything. And um, it was a great experience. And hopefully you do real well in your next endeavor, everybody. And uh, thanks again so much. Yeah, just keep doing what, what you're doing. Uh, you do all say the artists to the fans? Out- yeah, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, uh, thank you to all the artists that took the time out, that called in from all over, literally all over the world. Um, on the road. Sometimes on tour On buses. the road, right before or right after they played a show. <laughs> thank you for opening up and, and being honest. Um, I, you know, that, that's like you always said, you know, the artists make the podcast. And, and fortunately, we've had some really – great people on here and um no it's been a blessing man for sure d any last words yes go follow me on instagram at d does things <laughs> all one word d-e-e does things um to see what i'm doing next because that's where it's going to be so if you want to keep up with us any of us um that's the probably the best way i would say to do it because um we've got some good things coming so, you know, this isn't goodbye. This is see you around. Shall we tell people to go check us out at Apocalyptic Peanut Butter on CastBox? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Look up Apocalyptic Peanut Butter. There can't be that many things named at. And There's you not. will hear the 24 episodes we did originally. And we're rebooting it with um, comedian Lou Perez is going to be our first guest. We're rebooting nice. it this um, January, January 2nd. And it's going to be a totally different format. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Much less um, likely to get, like, hate mail than the, the other stuff I've done in the past. Mm. Where we touched on these kinds of topics. <laughs> I'm like, maybe. I don't know. I haven't, we haven't actually done it yet, so it depends on the content. No, it's going to be great. Um, yeah, just kind of a see you later, guys. Alrighty, All right. Peace. Descriptive service. We'd like to thank Musical Osmosis, Sassy, Odell, and Dee for your time, efforts, and all the words you chose to shove out there into the universe through Musical Osmosis. What a wonderful thing you have done, and we commend you at your attempts and all your hard work. We do believe that you should be rewarded. However, we're not going to be the ones to do that. We do think that somebody should do it. However, what we could do is give you a extra 
bonus permission slip to adventure on into the future in whatever capacity you would like to take it to. Yes, that is correct. We would like to thank Musical Osmosis. However, our vocoder was destroyed at our last show, so I'll just talk like a robot and thank Musical Osmosis for everything that you've done to the Department of Descriptive Services. Now you may-